No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode two thirty. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co-hosts, the Pornhub Poppies of twenty twenty two. Only one will be the Pornhub Poppy of 2023 they are tied four for four so far through the first month and a half of february first he's back he's obviously got a side job as a phone sex operator because we're in his bedroom with that headset you know him as daddy delgado and so do his clients it's the salt of spitter swallow vince how are you that is home, Matt. That is home. And I would like just to say that despite my hostility before, I do welcome the multiverse being open with the multiple Pornhub poppies. You know, like there's room for Andrew Garfield, Toby Maguire, and Tom Holland for now. Until there's a- room for Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. I agree. Uh, <laughs> Katie, I forgot. <laughs> Katie, 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 Katie Kinsey Bay Bay is here from the She Leads Showcase. And as uh, basically just become the official fourth member of the Smack and Raw podcast and my other co-host. Uh, I wonder how Travis is going to feel when he realizes he's been replaced by Vince and Katie. I mean, it takes two people to fill Travis's shoes. You can tell him that. I'm sure he I'm sure he'd agree. I don't know. I don't know. If he'd still be OK with it, though. I'm sure he would. It doesn't he mean he has. He, he, he you know, what? yeah, yeah. You know what? Here. You know what? He'd be like, Katie's cool fuck fits that'd be what he'd do that's what he'd say let's turn yourself down just a tad or move your thing away from your mouth a little bit okay yeah, just, it's I'll not a it. dick you don't have to suck it that's better no i just when you get excited it gets uh-huh. loud and kind of scratchy otherwise okay. it sounds fine so we're good now we're good now hey. okay i'll try to tone down my excitement I appreciate that. Uh, Speaking of toning down our excitement, uh, we all found out recently that Wendy and Rick are not only no longer together, but apparently never even fucking got married, despite the fact that we all saw the ceremony. So then what happened if they didn't get married? I don't talk to Rick. All I know is Wendy left his ass. She realized what we all realized. Fuck Ric Flair and bailed. Well, I'm pretty sure she did fuck Rick and then she felt anyways but i couldn't even imagine you are one of not the ten thousand women who would disagree with that over ten thousand women who would disagree with that 
because at least 10,000 women at some point through their lives, whether they were grandmothers, mothers, daughters, so on and so forth, decided they wanted to see the baby arm holding the apple, uh, <laughs> let the helicopter spin. And from what we heard, some of it may have been coerced. We don't know. So I wouldn't be surprised. Wendy got sick of his shit and she left him. Um, it tends to be shocking. On a sadder note, Shotzi Blackheart's dad passed away after or after a battle with COVID. Uh, she lost her stepfather last year and now her father this year. So uh, thoughts and prayers to Shotzi and her family, yes. Yeah. Uh, Vince fired his kid. So, like, we just got all sorts of shit going on here. Uh, so, rumor, you know, there's talk about Shane produced the Royal Rumble and, you know, a lot of people, including some people, on this podcast uh weren't fans of the royal rumble i however am very happy with the the result and the showing of ponytail brock my boy coming out on top like the man he is we'll talk about that later um but due to that and some of the i guess he was fighting with some producers backstage these are all rumors we don't know it's all speculation but it got heated and he got released. I didn't even know he was like, I thought he already left the company. I didn't know he was back. Like, I don't remember seeing anything. Shane signed a contract and he's back. So like, did he just come in and produce the rumble? And then he went away. Did he get fired? Was he like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I the world may I, never know. Last I heard about Shane, he was selling weed out of his trunk. Yeah. See, <laughs> like, <sighs> I don't, I don't, I have no idea. And he's going to have to go back to selling weed out of his trunk because he no longer has a job producing matches for WWE. Which he shouldn't. Selling weed out of the trunk of a Lexus, I think you're fine. Listen, if the plan before Shane McMahon came in was give it to Riddle and Shane said, no, fuck that, ponytail Brock, then Shane is the smartest man in that fucking room. (laughs) I forgot uh, your tweet about your your bet about eliminating riddle at the rumble it, it has nothing to do with listen anyone that had eliminated matt riddle would be my new favorite wrestler until wrestlemania hands down that's what i agreed to but the fact that they were going to have matt riddle win the royal rumble and this like i would still be happy that brock was the alternative like Honestly, Riddick Moss could have won it as long as it wasn't fucking Riddle. I wouldn't be as upset. Okay, okay, okay. There are levels to this, sir. I, I, I don't think that's Yeah, there okay. are levels to this hatred, and Matt Riddle is at the very top. Riddick Moss is like two steps below. So I will take a Riddick Moss win over a Matt Riddle win in the Royal Rumble any day of the week. Is there anything in god's green earth that will ever make you dislike matt riddle just slightly less no okay well that's not true if he if there is an angle where he gets a severe concussion and wakes up intelligent and basically not himself anymore cuts his hair off becomes serious then maybe oh and changes his last name <laughs> well he just goes by riddle now so like do you want him to no, be like matt? matt no i don't want him to go by matt or riddle i want him to go by like mark Michael gunther Tom. gunther let's call everyone gunther. yeah fuck it 
Call him Adolf for all I care. That's WWE oh, doesn't okay. give a shit. They'll name anyone after a Nazi. Jesus. Jesus. And then say it was their grandfather's name. Um, Nia Jax apparently went on Twitter today and was like, listen, y'all, if you knew how many of your favorites were anti-vaxxers and went and bought fucking vax cards and never got vaxxed. And why? Because a she said she's an anti-vaxxer, and that was the whole thing where that came about. Mm-hmm. But then people were going after her about it, and she's just like, "I know who all these motherfuckers are." And she put she committed a felony on yeah. Twitter. She she admitted to committing a felony on Twitter, and then uh, what is the term? Um, when you make somebody else an accomplice. I don't know. Anyway, basically, if there is an investigation like the steroid trial into WWE for fake COVID vaccine cards, thank Nia Jax. It's all going to be her fault. Let's end news and rumors on a happy note. Bianca Corelli, the daughter of one Santino Morella, has officially signed a contract with WWE, which means one of, well, it means two things. One, we get to see Santino's daughter hopefully have a much more successful career than he did outside of his IC title run. And two, we will finally have a Morella in the Royal Rumble for the women that deserves to fucking be there. Facts. And we'll probably see her on TV before we see Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter, because who knows where the fuck she's at. I hear she's a myth. She's an urban legend at this point. I mean, I've seen she's pictures. A, she's a real person. She could be a robot. Okay. She could be Rock, an android. The Rock has robot money. <laughs> Dwayne does have robot money. I can Dwayne has robot money. Can we are, are we open to the possibility that it could be an android? Same thing. Robot android same No, shit. it's a humanoid like being like like is Android 17 and 18. Is this another thing where like you're gonna want to fuck it like the Pokemon? <laughs> Not unless Jesse wants to make a top 10 video out of it. <laughs> top 10 people who might not be real that I'd want to fuck. Sure. Let's get Jizzy on the call. We'll make it happen. All Listen, right. you're, you're throwing it out there like this is my idea. I just roll with the punches. So, you remember how back in the day they talked about Vince McMahon and um, Vince Russo? And they said Vince Russo had all these ideas that were great because they went through the Vince McMahon filter. And then he yeah. went to WCW. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the Vince McMahon filter and you're WCW, where anything goes through you. So you wouldn't have approved. uh, You wouldn't have greenlit that idea if Jizzy had brought it to you. I may have tweaked it a little bit, but uh, no, actually, it was a really fun top 10. And you guys should definitely go listen to Straight Talk. It it was really good. And they did try and stick to the most humanoid looking Pokemon that they'd want to fuck as possible. And Jizzy (laughs) and Vince are always entertaining. So it's a fun, funny little segment. Um, I would never, ever, ever allow Vince to own a Pokemon after hearing that. But other than that, like, <laughs> I think they should take his games away. Uh, Katie, yep. where would you like to start? 
You got five um, options. I have a whole handful of options. <laughs> um, NXT. NXT. All cool. right. So we kick it off with uh, Gunther's group, Imperium, defeating the Diamond Mind. Uh, we got an LA Knight promo, basically says Waller can't hide forever. Katie's favorite Joe Wayne Gacy offers LA Knight to help him move past this. He's like, listen, I helped my gimp with his restraining orders and shit he's had in the past. Like, look at him. He's clearly a rapist. I helped him move past it. I can help you too. Uh, LA's like, how about we just fight instead? Uh, Toxic Attraction has a promo. Thank God. Uh, Gigi and JC said they're going to fight Indian Persia at Vengeance Day. Then Kaylee Ray shows up and harasses Mandy for the rest of the night and may or may not have either murdered or kidnapped the tag team champions. We do not know, but she wants her shot at Mandy. Mandy's like, fuck off. Um, and then she's like, okay, I'm just going to try and kill you with a bat. Uh, Mandy convinces her to drop the bat, and then they compare their accomplishments. Mandy's like, listen, bikini model, front covers of magazines, NXT women's champion, been on the main roster. You held one belt for a long time, and no one really cared. Now you're here. And Kaylee felt like that was a little bit of a uh, understatement of her accomplishments. And I might agree. Uh, but she said she's got all the talent and Mandy basically has everything else. Uh, Kaylee slaps Mandy and then chases toxic attraction off the bat. And we never see them again. However, we do see Mandy, which we will talk about in a second, running through the arena for her life, doing a bunch of fun things. And Vince has already named this episode. Vince, what is the name of this episode? Uh, the episode is now called Bikini Bottoms and the BBCs. That's what we're calling it. (laughs) There you go. So, uh, he told me it was Bikini Bottoms and Team BBC. Yeah, but I don't know. There's just something about the BBCs because it doesn't just pertain to just NXT. There could be BBCs everywhere across all wrestling platforms this week. Uh, Also, if you look anywhere on Pornhub, it's not just one BBC. It's everywhere there's also you know the british broadcasting network which is exactly what we're talking about um exactly exactly we got a, we got an interview with cora she still refuses to take no for an answer because fucking set like why do i need to worry about getting someone to agree to do something i want to do uh raquel gives her a chance to back out before their match she's like no like i'm gonna go in i'm gonna have this match and i'm gonna make you see it my way and she did she lost but she did and raquel's like all right Team MAGA, let's go. We're going to win this shit. Um, We have a Harriet Potter package uh, where we see her and her Horcrux that she got from her grandmother. Pete Dunn vignette. uh, Steel Cage challenge for my boy Tony D, who's going to rock his shit. Uh, Saray then comes out as Harriet Potter and like Sailor Moon, which we saw at the Royal Rumble, transforms back into Saray, goes out there, defeats Kayla Inlay, um, fun match and then transform back into Harry Potter for an interview later in the night. Uh, we got a package on Duke Hudson. I feel like we got a lot of fucking packages this week. Like they were just shoving packages down our throat all week long. Kate, Katie, do you repeat that? Mm-hmm. What did you say when I was talking before I said shoving packages down our throat? I honestly don't know what I said. I'm pretty sure you said I love packages. I don't think I said that. Uh, we might have to listen back to that. If you guys listen to this, 
<laughs> Katie said, I love packages. Please clip it and tweet at Matt Ritter and at Katie Raslin. Let us know. Um, I don't, I, knowing me, I probably fucking said it, but I don't remember saying it. So we got uh, the big booty champion and the former champion, Tommaso Ciampa, chat in the locker room, trick Mello promo. Uh, Mello's too busy tapping Ali J to really worry about Cameron Grimes. Grimes comes out and says some shit that I didn't really pay attention because for whatever reason, not really interested in Cameron Grimes in this feud or what he had to say. Really? Interesting. He was saying stuff and I was listening, but none of it stuck or resonated with me. It just sounded like a bunch of generic bullshit. Oh, we, we had completely opposite reactions to that whole segment then. Well, we'll talk about it. Uh, speaking of Team BBC or the BBCs, Idris and Malik are workshopping names, one of which is BBC. And uh, they start talking. Mandy runs in, falls into Malik's lap as they're talking about Mandy. Um, and Idris is like, what would you say to Mandy if she was here right now? And then, boom, in his lap, Kaylee Ray comes in, chases her off. Idris is like, yo, bro, let's go. And he's like, I need a minute. <laughs> I can't get up right now. Uh, I can't get the antenna on my car to go down. Uh, harder than the ice on Lake Michigan right now. Uh, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, no, Malik got a boner and didn't want to stand up in front of the camera. Understandable. And if Mandy fell in my lap, I probably would too. Uh, we got a dime. We got a diamond mine interview. I'm sure Katie would as well, right? Just raging hard on uh, diamond mine interview. They're going to win the dusty beat Imperium for the titles. GYB shows up and says, Hey, don't forget. You got to beat us first. Not going to happen. Okay. Um, LA Knight loses to Joe Wayne Gacy because Joe Wayne Gacy got a little help from a friend. And that friend was Aussie Paul. Uh, fucking Waller. Aussie Paul then gets in the ring and says, if Knight beats Shanga next week, maybe he will lift the restraining order on him. Are you guys saying no, that's not what he said, or no, he won't? No, he won't. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. You guys are both like, no. (laughs) Um, Robert Stone explains that he is prehistoric Paul's sugar daddy, essentially, and he's going to pay for any fines or xboxes or whatever he wants as long as prehistoric paul fucks some caveman style which is the first of two special sexual positions we learned about in wrestling this week the other one we'll talk about on smackdown um we got amari miller versus wendy cho stratton offers amari a shopping spree to knock off cho cho gets the win stratton gives amari her debit card during the match as motivation to get the win, but it ends up distracting her and causes her to lose. And then Wendy steals the debit card from her after getting the roll up and getting nice. the win. Was it a debit card or was it a black card? Because I feel okay. So I have a hard time with that because I have a hard time with Tiffany Stratton giving a black girl, her black card. It's a big black card. I don't, I don't. Okay. Something, something just feels off about that. And, same with tiffany's character but we're still hoping that she's a hoe and the godfather is her daddy so (laughs) there is that uh speaking of daddies indy persia and daddy dexter give brooks some advice on dating and that advice is basically shut the fuck up and he's like the best kind of communication is silent communication and what does this motherfucker do he just rambles away but he wants to tap katen really really bad so eh. I don't see it happening. You're going to fuck it up. 
don't you don't know how to shut up. But hey, I understand it. Caden's not bad looking. Uh, so Nikita Lyons had a package where um, her mom was a groupie, and apparently she was too. But now she's a white rapper, hip hop artist, some sort of thing in NXT. It was as bad as Ali J's performance. Not the performing. Like, if you muted it, it was fantastic. Yep. Ali J was a better rapper. Mm. Not where I thought this character was going to go. Uh, as I said earlier, Harriet Potter, back for an interview, dedicates the victory to her grandmother who gave her the Horcrux. Then Dakota Kai comes in and gets really fucking weird about shit. And basically says, hey, like, I know you love your grandma, but don't forget every relationship has its sunset. Okay. Uh, Chase defeats Draco Anthony uh, in... Is that Draco's debut match? Because we were all hyped about Draco Anthony. Everyone's like, oh, he's got a dope name, and he was drinking coffee. Like, remember that? Maybe I don't. Maybe this is his... I honestly can't remember. However, he loses to Chase, and then Chase hangs out with Blonde Bo Dallas. Uh, Mandy gets swerved in catering or served in catering from Kaylee Ray, a little spaghetti, a little cake. The cake didn't quite go the way they planned it. Um, and then Mandy eventually after Legato loses to Braun and Champa, the tag team match is chased out to the ring by Kaylee Ray, who demands her title next or title match next week. And, uh, then drops Mandy in the middle of the ring and Mandy agrees still no toxic attraction. All right, what are we swallowing from uh, NXT this week? Before I even get into, like, my swallows from the actual show, I just want to swallow the fact that the Hulu version is a million times better than the actual full NXT version because all the terrible shit you just listed was not on the Hulu version. All the good stuff was on Hulu. What terrible shit did I just list? I feel like everything was fun and great. Uh, well, Well, like, the Wendy Chu stuff... Uh, all the promo packages that were cut, uh, the the cafeteria stuff with uh, Kaylee Ray, like that was the only good part that seemed like got cut. Uh, yeah, she was like, amazing. First off, and Hulu sucks. And <laughs> it didn't it didn't sound like I cared too much about the match. It just seemed like a filler match. Like they cut like the the Saray stuff, so that's that's a bummer. But it basically went. Um, the opening, ma- the opening six-man match, the Toxic Attraction stuff, the backstage segment with back- uh, Toxic Attraction, and just everything that happened with Toxic Attraction, Mandy, except for the cafeteria f- food fight thingy, um, Carmelo Hayes with uh, Cameron Grimes. I'm trying to remember what else. Uh, the Raquel Gonzalez match and the main event and the Joe Wayne Gacy versus LA Knight stuff. So that's basically all I got. And so they cut all the promos awful. and all the interviews. Yeah. Yeah. They cut and all the Saray. interviews and Saray and Wendy Chu. So they're anti-Asians, I guess. So no, no women's matches. No, no. The Raquel versus Cora oh, J. Sorry. One woman's match of the yeah. three that we got. Yeah. Um, cut down the women's segment for the women's title and all of the promos, including one from a woman. So Hulu hates wow. women. Okay, Hulu fair enough. Sexist. 
Uh, what are we swallowing? Uh, all, toxic attraction. Yes, yes. All toxic attraction. Uh, uh, Gigi and JC got kidnapped. That sucks. They're probably still in a warehouse somewhere. Um, but Mandy just getting chased by Kaylee Ray was so entertaining, and everything with <clears throat> Malik and that was so good. I was cracking up. I I enjoyed that, and I liked that it went through the entire show. It was a thread. Yeah. I I love shows that are like that where it. it it starts off early on in the episode and it carries on throughout like threat, like episodes with a thread throughout are the best episodes of any wrestling show. I feel like they're, they're just the best. Um, I want to swallow the Cameron Grimes, uh, Carmelo Hayes stuff because Carmelo Hayes came out and we were talking about it in the, in the chat. Like it's like, he's like a mix of like Shawn Michaels with like young rock and stuff. And I see it. I totally see it. He's his own individual, but like he's a new, like modern version of like that cocky, arrogant heel. He's just perfect. He knocked it out of the park. Everything was like it all felt delivered properly. Cameron Grimes came out. I thought they played well off of each other. Trick was hilarious. Then all the SpongeBob references, Bikini Bottom. Like I loved all of it. I I that is what I hated was. All of the corny ass Cameron Grimes jokes comparing Trick to a pineapple and calling Carmelo Squidward. That is what turned me off. I loved I well for one, I'm like a I'm a sucker for SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob references, so I popped hard for that. Maybe it was just me, but I popped hard. I fucking loved it. I, that's why I called it. I wanted to. I wanted to call it Bikini Bottoms and the BBCs because Bikini Bottom. I wanted a SpongeBob I, references. Hundred percent thought Bikini Bottoms was in reference to Mandy because of her bikini photos. No, shoot. no, it's like that works too. But it was mostly because of the camera grind SpongeBob reference, and I was going to put SpongeBob on the thumbnail. If you're listening to this. You are not putting SpongeBob as the thumbnail. If you're listening to this podcast, Bikini Bottoms is in reference to Mandy. If you want to take it as SpongeBob, ride Vince's train, you go right ahead. But uh, Mandy, Bikini Bottoms, and the BBCs, which the Bikini Bottoms were on the BBCs, which caused the boner. It was a whole thing. I thought that's where we're going, and that's that's why I agreed to it. Let's go with that idea, but we know what it's really about. We? Who's we? SpongeBob. The audience, the viewers, the smacking the raw family. What else are we swallowing? Uh, Cora Jade, she's amazing. She's like, like we talk about like on AEW about the four pillars of AEW. I feel like Cora Jade is one of the pillars of NXT. She's like fantastic. I'm, I'm just, uh, I see that face you're making <laughs> over there. I've really got to get used to that now that I flipped myself. Um, uh-huh. I see that face you're making over there. However, I have to be happy. Mm-hmm. That Vince is finding something in NXT that he enjoys. So if it if Cora Jade is a pillar for Vince and it's something on NXT that Vince enjoys, I gotta let Vince enjoy it. So, no, because like honestly, like I don't know if it was like I like in general, like I had a really good like start of my morning. Like I don't know for whatever reason today was a good day. It started off great, and I was today watching was a it. good day. Yes, it was a good day. And I was watching NXT. Everything I watched, I loved. I loved. Like, I saw Gunther. 
he looked ripped. He looked like he cut weight. He looked great. And then the match was good. I liked the Crude Brothers. You know, like, like I like Roger Strong. I liked everything that I saw this week. And I'm starting to, like, find things in 2.0 that I like and can latch myself onto. Good. And I think what really helped was, like, it was a transitional period. I feel like now we're in the swing of things. They're in their groove. They're where they want to do. They're where they want to be and what they want to do with stuff. And also, too, just come to the realization that it's, yes, it's called NXT, but it's not the NXT of old. It's its own person. You know, it's its own being, you know. Am I making any what we've sense? Been try- you are, but we were trying to tell you that, and you were like, NXT. So, like, I'm glad you've I'm glad you finally saw the greener grass on the other side. Like, like I'm not, I, I'm not saying I prefer it over it in black and gold. Uh, like I, like even towards the end, I it, give me black and gold any day of the week. But I'm starting to see great things out of 2.0, things that I'm starting to like. But it's no longer my favorite show of the week anymore, like consistently. But I do love everything that I saw in NXT, Fair even enough. what you, uh, even what you mentioned. I'm swallowing Mari Miller Wendy Cho because I really enjoy Wendy Cho and that uh, elbow drop like nap thing that she did was fucking awesome. Um, I really enjoy like I'm curious about Harriet Potter and the Horcrux. Like I want to know what's going on. I don't I don't know. I don't care. His girl's there. Maybe she's giving him like feeding him a slice of pizza. Maybe he's got to paint her toes. Who knows what's going on? They're in bed. He might be cleaning up. Maybe after, you know, the discovery of NXT 2.0, he blew a load. I don't know what's going on over there, but he'll be back. Um, Harry Potter, the Horcrux, really, really interested in that and the transformation she makes coming outside. You guys said Mandy Rose, obviously Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, everything toxic attraction. Um, The Malik stuff with uh, Malik and Idris trying to figure out a name and then that stuff happening. All that was great. Um, I'm swallowing. Uh, <clears throat> I'm swallowing the uh tag match, the main event, Big Bad Breed Breaker, Big Bad Breed Champion. Sorry, uh, and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. And now I like did Braun hurt his arm, or did I like, or is he just selling really well? Because I, I like, don't I know. Down, and then I looked back up, and he was like really nursing his shoulder. I think he was probably just selling it because. If he was injured, I feel like there would have been a report or something out by now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But I was just like, damn it. I was like, no, don't let him get hurt yet. Yeah. He's, he's great. I love I love the, the tag team of him and Champa, honestly. And like Aldo is just I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um also the the opening match, Diamond Mine versus Imperium. Gonna swallow that. And uh, uh, LA Knight, I've enjoyed LA Knight, yeah, yeah, so. me too. LA Knight's work has been fantastic, especially now as a baby face. You, I don't know, where did what? you go? Yeah, where'd you go? I haven't gone anywhere, I'm recomposing myself. You okay. are so full of shit, it hurts. No, 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 okay. Uh, what I forget the dude's name, but what's the dude's name? Uh, that interacted with Mandy. Malik Blade. Malik Blade. Yeah, Malik Blade. I'm trying to recompose myself. That's all. Oh, you, you <sighs> couldn't stand up. You needed a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was being distracted. I was being distracted. So called it. 
Sorry. What are we, other than what's going on in Vince's bedroom right now, what are we spitting this week? Uh, Wait, why would we spit that, though? That's not spit-worthy. No, I'm just saying spitting is going on in your bedroom. Anyway, what are we spitting? You're assuming. You're assuming. All right, shut up. Um, Fossil Fred and Robert Stone. Okay, Fossil Fred and Robert Stone. Yeah, see, I like coming up with new names for him now. This is a fun game for me. It is. Fossil Fred and Robert Stone. Well, yeah, uh, we've gone, that's we've good. Gone through like A through F, so we're doing great. Mm-hmm. We're, we we really are. Uh, <laughs> I'm also spitting Nikita Lyons, whatever the fuck that was. Whatever the fuck that was. Listen, you mute it. It's great. Body banging. Whatever the fuck that was, gotta go. Never again. Never again. She I'm apparently has like a music career outside of this. Get the fuck out of here. If she we does, saw what they did I'm with a, the last I'm a music star at this point. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, she, she's she's white and blonde, Vince. She's safe. True, true. She'll Fair be the enough. next Jillian Hall. Yikes, <laughs> Jesus. Well, um, I'm just glad that Hulu cut all that. That sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. Speaking of things that Hulu should have cut that were spitting, um, Cameron Grimes. Like I loved everything before Cameron Grimes came out, but as soon as he showed up, completely Do you hate lost SpongeBob? interest. Do you hate? I SpongeBob? don't hate. I honestly don't hate SpongeBob. It's just I'm a 34 year old man watching a TV show, and humor in which you are comparing someone to a SpongeBob character, especially Carmelo, who looks nothing like Squidward, and you're just like, oh, you look like you have a pineapple on your head. So SpongeBob, and then you must be Squidward. Like it didn't hit for me. Like it wasn't funny. It wasn't good. I don't know how to feel being a 29-year-old man going on 30 and popping for that. I don't know. I popped for it. I thought it was hilarious. I have no issues with SpongeBob. SpongeBob is fun. I my daughter in like her first year absolutely loved SpongeBob. It was the thing that would keep her like the most calm. Now it's bluey. Like shit happens but i would sing the theme song are you ready kids i i kept like i know it like i'm good with spongebob but cameron grimes was not hitting for me with that shit like it was corny and it took me out of it and then i didn't care what he had to say after that so you didn't so the one line about how he's how they're just basically stalking uh i forget her name like the the, the girl Ali J. Ali J. yeah i'm sorry i'm bad with names uh supposedly they were stalking their ig like liking all her bikini bottoms that's where i got the that's where the bikini bottoms like reference came from you know, i thought that was clever i don't know i get you're Again, the type of here what, what do you think what did you're you the enjoy the spongebob references and grimes promo or no and not really and like that's coming from someone who grew up on Spongebob. My niece has watched Spongebob. Like, I watch it every time I watch her. But, like, it didn't know. I, I don't know. I pop for it. I don't. I can't fucking explain it. I guess I mean, I'm... I, I, I'm the exception to the role, I'm guessing. Like, I didn't pop for it. I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, ha-ha. But, like, I didn't be like, ha-ha-ha. You know what I'm saying? Like... And that, that bikini bottom line that you just delivered sounds like something cheesy from a rap song that I'd forget. I guess. Like in all her bikini bottoms. Like, get the fuck out of here. 
Somebody's definitely gonna put that in a rap now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and Reek's rap that yeah. never gonna. There you do. go, Reek. There's one bar for you for your next sixteen. Um, <laughs> anybody spit anything else from the show? No. I mean, Grayson Waller's existence, but other than that, no. Aussie Paul sucks. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm warming up to Aussie Paul. <sighs> I hear you like this. Oh, I got one more swallow that I forgot. MSK was not on the show, so I didn't have to deal with Matt Shitty Kids this week, and that was a plus. There you go. NXT 2.0 overall. Spit or swallow? Swallow. 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 That's a unanimous swallow for NXT 2.0. Vince, where would you like to go next? Uh, Let's go SmackDown. All right. So we kick it off with Bloodline. Uh, Paul comes out and he's like, listen, guys. So I made a mistake with Brock. Like I thought he was going to be cool and he wasn't really cool. And then I realized like I fucked up. So then I was like, all right, well, I'll just give him this title and he'll be over here. And then Brock's like, no. And he went to SmackDown and confronted my tribal chief. And I realized I had to do something. So when Roman offered me the hand of acknowledgement, I took it and I righted the wrong that I made and I'm team bloodline forever you will never hear the reigning defending for me ever again blah 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 basically covering all the bases and saying hey like i thought i was protecting roman and then i realized i fucked up and i didn't need to protect roman from brock i should protect brock from roman blah blah blah. uh and then as roman's like yeah i'm just gonna be champ and chill have fun Goldberg's Goldberg. music. Shout out to TC. Goldberg. Goldberg challenges Roman for a match at the Elimination Chamber because he acknowledges him as his next victim. Roman, you're next. Uh, this is, from what I understand, the last match on his current contract. That does not mean he will not sign a new contract when this is up. That just means there is a chance. He will not sign a new contract or they won't bring him back. Uh, then we got Ricochet defeating Ridge Holland. Uh, Jimmy Uso defeating Eric from the Viking Raiders in very decisive fashion. Uh, Aaliyah 317 gets a win over Natty by count out. Gotta love me some Aaliyah right now. We got a Drew promo. Drew's like, listen, my doctor said, hey, you're not going to be back for Royal Rumble. Maybe not even for WrestleMania. And I told him to go fuck himself like Nia Jax did when they wanted me to get the vaccine. Um Says he wants revenge on Moss and Corbin. Moss tried to drop Drew while Corbin was distracting him, and Moss saw his tip. The tip of his giant metaphorical dick was right in his face. He almost found out what just the tip was really all about. Um, and then he's like, hey, tell me a joke. So Moss tells him a joke. He doesn't find it funny, so he kicks him in the face. Makes sense to me um sammy is with sonia and pierce they had shown the whole recap of the jackass red carpet where he got shocked with the cattle prod and he's like this is some bullshit why are you guys showing this on tv this is embarrassing blah 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 and where's my where's my intercontinental title match that i was supposed to get and they're like all right you can have it next week he goes well i got shocked with cattle prod and they're like all right how about two weeks he's like yeah okay i can make that work um then natty comes in and Natty is upset and says, Aaliyah has not beaten me legitimately once, so I want her next week, pinfall and submission only, dungeon style. And let me tell you, dungeon style sounds like something I would like to teach Gigi Dolan. Like, this sounds like something that could be very interesting. No, no man. 
dungeon style is something gg dolan would teach you don't, don't i'm okay with that also like don't i, I think i i think i could get into dungeon style like i already do dungeons and dragons so like fuck it dungeons after dark yeah exactly dungeon <laughs> style after dark um <laughs> title for next week shin defeat shinsuke defeats gender in a contenders match where if gender wins he is the contender for the ic title but we already have a contender for the ic title who was out on commentary watching the match and i don't fucking understand naomi confronts sonya and she's like hey bitch we're not done you fucked me over at the rumble let's do this take your jacket off and whoop that ass sonya's like i can't i'm very busy she's like all right how about next week and adam's like actually that sounds like a good idea we can do it next week she goes uh you have a match next week for the women's championship the smackdown women's title like you got it and she's like i don't trust you and adam's like well i'm gonna make it official she's like all right cool i'll let it slide for now so sonia got a pass for a little while because uh later on someone was not willing to give her a pass uh the new day which we have to mention biggie apparently was very quietly they talked about it last week moved to smackdown permanently there was not a trade there was no any sort of official business. They just moved him around like a chess piece on a board and said, oh, I need you over here. I don't fucking understand it. It makes me so angry. And also, we've moved him back into tag team contention. He is no longer a single star. I do have a question. Now that if, despite the means in which they made him a SmackDown superstar, are you okay with him showing up today now? Yeah, he's on SmackDown, so he can show up on SmackDown. If he shows up on Raw, I'm going to have a shit fit. The problem is, <laughs> shit fit. give me a reason why he's on SmackDown, other than Xavier's hurt and we needed another black guy to be in the New Day. Like, it's not a good enough reason. It's really not. Yeah, honestly, we'll get into it into the spits. Kofi could have had a singles run, gone for the IC title, made that more interesting because that's a shit show right now. Uh, we got an Italian interview where she says she's going to go give us a preview of what dungeon style is right now. And then walks in on Zia Lee in the trainer's room and decides, you know what? I'm going to save dungeon style for next week because she wanted none of dungeon style with Zia Lee. Katie does. Um, and then in our main event, we have the Charlotte promo. Oh yeah. New day defeated Los Lotharios. Um, I like Ronda how you come- brushed away tag team matches with mexicans twice so far first you brushed off the main event nxt which included legato you're like oh yeah by the way they lost in the main event and now you're brushing off los lotharios there's a theme here unintentionally matt we swallowed the main event of nxt yeah you just like brushed past it yeah you were busy taking a minute to adjust yourself no that's no we we gave We gave Ciampa and Breaker versus Legato a swallow and some time. However, when I have two former WWE champions beating two guys who only one of which held a cruiserweight title. I don't gotta like it, though. You don't have to like it. That's fine. Uh, Charlotte promo comes out and says Charlotte shit. Ronda comes out and says, hey, I'm going to fuck you up at WrestleMania. Uh, Then... Ronda wants to go after Charlotte. So Sonya gets in the middle and Sonya says some dumb shit. Sonya's like, you need to stop. I'm in charge. You do what I tell you to do. Ronda put her on her ass and then put her in an arm bar and made her tap for all the shit she was talking. Yeah. Smackdown. What are we swallowing? 
Uh, I'll start things off with uh, just the entire opening promo with the blood. Well, technically, Paul Heyman did all the talking. I thought it was well delivered. Like, honestly, Paul Heyman is solid on the mic. Whether you want to have that explanation justifiably, so for like switching sides left and right, like you know, he just been hoing around between like Brock and Roman. That's really what it is. But it like the promo was delivered perfectly, and you know, like to shout out uh, Trick uh, uh, Trick Williams, Bill Goldberg, Roman Reigns. I'm about it, about it. Give 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 it to me. That's fine. It's gonna happen at the Saudi show. I'm not gonna watch it. It's a one off match. He's gonna. It's just gonna pad Roman Reigns' stat going into WrestleMania. It's totally fucking fine. He's not gonna take the title off of Roman. What, you what, don't know that. Um, they're not gonna do it. Roman's untouchable. Roman's like no no offense, and Matt's gonna hate me for this, but he's not Bray Wyatt. He's not the Fiend. He's at a different tier. Like like unfortunately, he's on a John Cena tier. He's on a Rock tier. He's on the Austin tier tier. Why is it every time somebody wants to talk about Goldberg, Bray Wyatt gets slandered today? Like first we're in the group chat and. People are trying to blame the Undertaker <laughs> for Goldberg's piss poor performance in Saudi after he got a concussion and couldn't handle himself. That's exactly what it was. I thought is, it was. I thought it was like, I thought TC's point was people that have this energy for Bill Goldberg don't have the same energy for Undertaker when he's he's been just as bad in ring the last few years as Goldberg was. I'm not saying that's okay. my point or my theory. First or off, my- fuck you for even saying that. Second off, no. We were specifically talking about their match at Saudi because Reek brought up the match at Saudi and how Goldberg almost killed Undertaker. And Undertaker almost killed Goldberg. They almost killed each other. Okay, no, they didn't. Goldberg almost killed Undertaker, and Goldberg almost killed himself because he knocked himself unconscious and couldn't fucking wrestle or tuck his head or do any of the shit he was supposed to do to protect himself. (laughs) That is what happened. Okay. I had to listen to that slander, and then I had to listen to fucking Bray Wyatt slander because they brought up Bray Wyatt into this shit, and this is some fucking bullshit. Now, here you are. Run your mouth about Bray Wyatt. Look, with all due respect, Matt, all I'm saying, and it's fair of you. Nobody wants to hear that. Um, <laughs> if it starts with, with all due respect, it's going to be some fuck shit. You know that. that that's how it always goes. All... With all I, due respect, your mother's a whore. Like that's how this shit goes. I'm not. No, I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that's how these things go. Whoa, With all due respect, your mother's a whore. With all due respect, you're kind of a bitch. Like that's how these conversations go. It's no, not. Okay, you're not gonna okay. be like. With all due respect, Bray Wyatt is a great guy. Like that's. You're gonna like, say some fuck shit, and nobody needs to hear fuck shit about Bray Wyatt on this podcast because there's nothing to say. I love Bray. I love the fiend. I loved everything he's done. I've been a big Bray fan, not as big as you. You're like. You're on a different level. You're like a way bigger Bray fan than I am. I love and appreciate the guy. I'm just saying they don't value Bray Wyatt the way they value Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns isn't going to lose to Goldberg at Saudi, especially going into WrestleMania when he's the longest reigning Universal Champion. Like he, Bray Wyatt don't the same. have to shit on Bray Wyatt to get the point across. You could have said that I about wasn't try- any so- other wrestler. You could have said that about Drew McIntyre. You could have said that about. Did he basically- beat Drew McIntyre for the title? No, Goldberg or Drew beat Goldberg. So again, no, no, no. but that, that was the whole point because I was saying that Roman wasn't going to lose to Goldberg. And you said, oh, it's oh, you never know. I'm like, no, the only person that Goldberg 
beat that he wasn't supposed to was the fiend Bray Wyatt. And that's the only thing I could compare it to. That's what I was saying. Up until that point, Goldberg has lost everyone he was supposed to lose to. Saudi shows are non-canon. The Fiend never lost to Goldberg, and Roman won't lose to Goldberg if he does because it's non-canon bullshit. You sound like Adam Cole with Orange Cassidy, and I love it. Swallowing. Adam Oh, yeah. Uh, What are we swallowing? That's where we were at. (laughs) Fucking Vince. Uh, I'm swallowing Aaliyah. I'm swallowing Aaliyah, getting another win on Natalia. I'm swallowing the fact that this led to me learning about dungeon style. I'm very excited about Dungeon Style. I want to know what it's all about, swallowing all of that stuff. Also, Natty said Aaliyah's never beat her clean. She pinned her to get the 317 thing. So Natty's wrong. Just saying. Matt, Natty's always wrong. And also, I don't know what it is. Smacked on Aaliyah. I don't hate. I don't hate. I'm surprised. As like it surprised me. Like I was watching SmackDown the last few times. I'm like, I don't hate Aaliyah. Aaliyah's okay. What the, why did I hate Aaliyah so much? Yeah, nobody knows. You never gave us a reason. You just have like just, just at least annoyed. when I hate somebody, I can tell you why I hate them. You just for no reason whatsoever just had a vendetta against this woman. <laughs> yes, Katie. I have something else I'm swallowing. You didn't even talk about it. Um, there was the impromptu tag match between uh, Ricochet and Cesaro versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Oh, yeah, we skipped Pat completely Mac- over Pat that. McAfee on commentary wearing the jacket, the hat, and holding the shillelagh was the best part of that match. It was very quick. It's probably it, the match with Ricochet and Ridge Holland ended, and then commercial come back, impromptu tag match. Pat McAfee dressed up on commentary. Then he referred to himself as Patrick. Uh, yeah, he, he's never felt more like Patrick McAfee in his entire life. Oh, it's, it was hilarious. Pat McAfee is like the best. So I managed one as well as Pat McAfee. Yeah. So we're swallowing uh, Pat McAfee on commentary. Uh, opening promo minus Goldberg. Well, at least for some of us, because I know Katie's going to spit it and I am too. Uh, Ricochet, Ridge, Impromptu tag match, mm-hmm. Aaliyah and Natalia. Um, Naomi. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Naomi getting a shot against Charlotte when Charlotte's already going against like it's going to be some fuck shit. So like, I can't really be excited about it. I'm yeah. So just she needs to get Sonya in a cage. That's what needs to fucking happen. That's all, I, that's all I want. All I, I want. mean, we're having dungeons. Why not have cages? You know, like everybody else. Sense. And Fight. Lee was on TV. Oh, Riddick, Riddick Moss getting just the tip. Like, I'll swallow that. <laughs> kind of jealous, but like, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for a reaction from somebody. Thanks. I'm sorry. It's just a kid. Like, it threw me. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I'm popping. I pop just as much for like the SpongeBob reference. That's sad. Uh, are we swallowing anything else other than uh, Katie wanting to swallow just the tip? From Drew. From Drew. Had this. Uh, and Zaya. 100%. I, I think Which, she wants more than just a tip for Zaya. You're swallowing the protector, correct? <laughs> yes. There SmackDown was kind of s- mid. Bidding from SmackDown. Ronda Rousey's presence on my television screen. 
that that's it. That's 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 that's, that's just the whole spit. Like like I don't care for Ronda. Like I, I this I feel the same way that Katie feels for Bill Goldberg when it comes to Ronda Rousey. I just personally don't like her on my screen. I feel like she doesn't add anything. I'm not interested. It tunes me out. And I just honestly don't care. And then she's facing Charlotte. I'm like, okay, I really don't care about that match. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. Sorry, Katie, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'm just over Ronda at this point. Same. Like, she didn't have to come back and win the Rumble. You could have done this any other way. Whatever. It's the same thing with Brock. But, like, I get it. Whatever. Fucking Bill Goldberg. I thought I was done. I thought I was done with Bill. I forgot that he had one more match in his fucking contract. For the love of God, let Roman retire this man. Let him go home to his kid, who probably is still nursing the injury from SummerSlam, and just let it be. I, I am done so, with Bill Goldberg. On those things, I, I will agree that it would have been a better moment for everyone if Alita had won the Rumble and challenged Becky, and then Charlotte came and said, well, Lita's challenging Becky, so I guess I don't have to. And then Rhonda comes out and says, oh, no, bitch. I would have enjoyed that more, but I understand why WWE thought Ronda Rousey winning the Royal Rumble, being Ronda Rousey was a bigger moment, even though it would have been better for us wrestling fans to see Lita get the win. Though Lita's going against her at Elimination Chamber. We don't know what the plan for Lita or, or uh, Becky is at WrestleMania. So. I ask for Lita is I'm going to the Raw right before WrestleMania. I don't care what I have to do. I need Lita on that show. So I need Lita to stay until WrestleMania because I need to see her live again so I can actually fully enjoy it. You know what I'm talking about? What would you like Lita to do if she stays into the leaf for WrestleMania? I mean, okay, well, I want her to have... See, this isn't going to work because I'm not going to a SmackDown. I'm going to a Raw. I would like Lita to have a match with Bailey at WrestleMania because that'd be fucking dope. Yeah. But I'm not going to get that. I mean, we might get that, but I don't get to see Lita live. You know what I'm talking about? I'm being selfish here. I want to see Lita live. I don't see any clear cut challenger for Becky and the Raw Women's title. What if they do like a multi women match, like a fatal four way that includes like a Bianca, Liv, and Lita? I mean, it's going to be Bianca and, and Liv more than likely, but I don't, I don't know. Um, I would like to see Becky cheat Lita out of the win and see Lita get a rematch at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's probably the most interesting match on the card right now. I would. Or Lita and Trish versus Becky in a triple threat match. Nah, no, I I have heard that Trish is training. Trish is back in her old WWE uh, fit. She's looking so good. It's crazy. I think I can't recall if I mentioned it or not, but I think on the Royal Rumble Spare Swallow, I just wanted to give praise for like Lita having her moment by herself because there's so much association with Lita and Trish that I mean, I, I like it when it's just Lita and only Lita. And because I feel like it's not not just like whether it's with me or any other uh, other person like wrestling fans like Lita and then you immediately think Trish and I feel like it's not enough on the other way around I she like- is she's getting a singles title match at Elimination Chamber so she's going I know, to have I that just, I just don't want to see Trish anytime soon this is Wrestlemania so if they're going to do something they're going to do it big and what is bigger than just one it's both of them like that's just the way it is um, we got way off track here yeah we did 
Bill Goldberg uh, also spitting because I don't know where this idea of the match that we all wanted to see that we never got came from because I never wanted to see Roman versus Goldberg. This whole spear versus spear thing, like, it doesn't appeal to me. Everyone does a fucking spear. Why don't we do Roman versus Charlotte? Like, I'd rather see that, Ashley. We got Bobby versus Bill. Yeah. It was spear versus spear. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't need this shit. If we were gonna if you were gonna have to give me a fucking Goldberg match, give me Goldberg versus Big E so Biggie gets the match he wants yeah. and then it's done and over with. There's all you know, we got the fucking sound bite. It's a thing. Like if you're not gonna do that, I don't I don't need to see Bill Goldberg and I don't need him to resign just for that. So um we spit anything else. Just the happy, the happy Corbin, Madcap Moss. Like I, I just like I, I can't stand them on my screen anymore. Uh, them continue to do the Jackass, Sami Zayn stuff. Just like, just kill that already. Like I feel like I it thought takes Sammy away was shit. really good on the red carpet and his acting and being upset. Sammy like, was, but I don't know. I, real. Just, I don't know. I just kind of want him to move on from Jackass and Johnny Knoxville, if that makes any sense. I just want him He's to like actually wrestling focus on Shinsuke this. in two weeks. Hopefully that leads to something a little bit more of substance. Instead it's of just probably going to lead to something with the IC title in the first place. That's what I'm it, spitting. The IC title right now. Like it's probably going to lead to Johnny Knoxville screwing him over, and then a match between Sammy and Johnny at WrestleMania. I would actually be okay with that. I think it'd be funny <laughs> if you put it if you put it on the pre-show. You know what? You know what? Event, I will. I will sit here. I will sit here and admit I'm a major hypocrite because I don't want to see Johnny Knoxville anymore. I don't really well, care. I don't. Bad Bunny. But I want to see Bad Bunny and the rumors that he might have signed a contract. I'm all for it. Let him win the world. Let him win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and let him have an IC title run or a United States Championship run. There's a built-in story right there with Damian Priest. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other spits? Katie spit the whole was... IC title. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I was going to follow up on the IC title. Yeah, yeah. Okay. More or less the same shit. We've talked enough about the shit show. SmackDown, overall, spit or swallow. Gargle undecidedly because my feelings are just that, undecidedly. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to gargle it. Because there's a lot gonna, of good there, but a lot of... Ugh. I'm going to spit it just for the fact that I was so not paying attention to this show. Like I, I paid attention enough to take notes and I knew what was going on. I had no idea that there was an impromptu tag match. And you'll notice that if you watched the video and you saw my face when Katie brought it up, I had no idea that even happened. So uh, Goldberg kind of shit the bed for me. And after that, I tuned out and then we ended with Rhonda, which was fun. But again, not the way they did it. Uh, Katie, Raw, Dynamite, Rampage. Dynamite. 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 Kick it off. Uh, Mox defeats Pretty Kyle. OC and Dan House in a ringside. Oh, I'm sorry. Wheeler Yuta. Uh, for those who don't know, Brian Danielson comes out and he's like, hey, yo. So like everyone wants to see us fight like they've never seen that before. But what if we don't fight? What if we fuck? No, he said, what if they team up? Um, he said, we'll team up. We'll start, you know, We'll team up. We'll get together. We'll have kids. We'll raise the kids together. It'll be fun. This sounds like a great idea. And honestly, I had no idea. Like I'd be, I'd never thought a Brian Danielson, John Moxley thing would be something I'd be into until they proposed it. And I'm like, 
eh, yeah, okay. Because he's like, listen, this champ's shitty, that champ's shitty, the tag team champs are shitty. There's all these young kids. We can train them and bring up the future of the wrestling business and make everything better. And he's like, listen, just, just think about it. We got a, a Brandy promo. Um, basically, Dan Lambert talked about her fake tits and called her horror. Brandy says uh, the only hired page or the only hired Ethan page to get Josh Alexander. Uh, Dan's best fighter got dropped by Jake Paul and Amanda Nunez. Uh, again, he implies that she might have been a hooker, so she slaps him. And then out comes Paige Van Zandt. And AEW is like, oh, yeah, you got Ronda Rousey? Well, we're going to give you one better. Fuck Ronda versus Charlotte. Paige Van Zant versus our best wrestler, Brandy. Paige Van Zant versus Serena Deeb? Sure. Paige Van Zant versus Tay Conti? Absolutely. Ruby Soho? Sure. Statlander? Thunder Rosa? All of these amazing women that we could have got. And you said fucking brandy rose <laughs> okay good job aw you're doing great um then we got hardy and andrade debating on how they should do business and matt hardy's like why haven't you got darby allen yet i really want darby allen to be a part of my group and i don't know why you didn't get him yet and andrade's like bro chill takes time like oh my god can't just fucking buy people um kings of the black throne defeat the death triangle Pac comes out bird box style in a blindfold pull some daredevil shit just dodging with the sound of the movements of malachi black before he reveals hey guess what my eyes actually do work um but even though the kings of the black throne get the win penta does catch a facial so Pac gets a sight back penta loses his full-on just money shot to the eyes from our boy malachi black Adam Cole promo. He's like, OC didn't really beat me because it didn't count, which is what we've been telling you. And he's like, I'm sick of you guys talking about me. So you're going to see a whole new Adam Cole. He said he was going to go after the title now, too. So we'll see. Yeah. He's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Nyla Rose defeated Ruby Soho for, yeah, that thing. Hangman promo. He's like, listen, I'm tired of not doing anything. Just give me something to do. I'm a bored millennial cowboy, and I really want something to do. Dan Lambert's like, hey, you're not a cowboy. Cowboys are John Wayne, and you're not John Wayne. And And then the part I didn't like, Adam Page starts to retort, and Jake the Snake cuts him off, and Adam takes it like a bitch. Um, And then out of nowhere comes Archer, who just beats the living shit out of Adam Page puts him through a table and then says, I'm going to win no- next week, no matter what any of you think. And we all know different because you don't win shit in AEW. Uh, Jericho cries, the proud and powerful like Kingston better than him calls himself an influencer. And then does the one thing you don't do when you have an issue with your friends, he demands shit. He's like, you don't have a choice. You're going to be here for a team meeting next week. Cause that's what we all want to fucking see. And then, ladies and gentlemen, our main event, which is probably my favorite match of the entire week. MJF, CM Punk, 45 minutes. MJF distracts the ref, chokes Punk out with the wrist tape to get the win. The ref sees it, restarts the match. We keep going. And then MJF, and don't get me wrong, like, yeah, bummed MJF won, but they did such a great job. We saw Pepsi twists. 
an old school CM Punk in this match. We saw that MJF can go 45 minutes, which was a shocker to everyone. Wardlow comes down, hesitantly gives Max the diamond ring. Max pops Punk and gets the win. So he didn't get a clean win over CM Punk. He cheated like he always does because it's motherfucking MJF. But it was an entertaining as fuck match for me. And that's where I'm starting my swallows is in Chicago, MJF, CM Punk, 45-minute banger. Match of the week. Match of the fucking week. Uh, also, too, I, what I noticed after the match, like, was, like, MJF doing, like, the typical, like, wrestling trope where you have, like, a great match and you want to thank the wrestler you were in there with where you just pretend like you're exhausted and hang over on top of them so you can have a conversation, like, covered up. So he kind of, like, covered punk's face with his body and you can tell he was like whispering stuff to him obviously we see the pictures going around like from way back when baby maxwell jacob friedman is going to a meet and greet with cm punk i'm sure he was a big cm punk guy this match probably meant uh, the world to to mjf what did you not know that mjf's parents went on busted open and basically talked about how much of a dirty, awful, shitty piece of shit MJF was for how he beat CM Punk and how his mom stood in line for three hours so MJF could get a CM Punk autograph once mm-hmm. and literally just spent like 20 minutes shitting on their son with Renee, Mox's wife, Miss Moxley, Renee Paquette, and mm-hmm. Dave LaGreca all just, wh- how did your son turn out so bad? Like, what did you do? And like, I'm a mom. I want to make sure my kid doesn't turn out as shitty as your kid did. And they're like, well, we had three, two out of three ain't bad. Our daughters are great. Don't know what the fuck happened to him. I guess he just came out bad. Like, so he definitely was a CM Punk fan. He was the jaded CM Punk fan. I honestly think he broke character there a little bit and was probably thanking CM Punk yes. for that match and making him look so good. And that part, I don't know how I feel about because he's so good about not breaking character. I mean, like, like, I I honestly feel like like for all we know he might have been like one of his favorite wrestlers or one of the persons that inspired him to pursue a career of wrestling and ha- having this match meant the world to him and I'm not a big MJF guy like that I don't really care too much about him but it clearly meant a lot to him like because he lingered it lasted for a, for a good minute there for my own sanity and just to keep MJF as the scumbag heel that I want him to be as a real person. I'm going to believe that he leaned over CM Punk and said, I beat you. And now I'm going to go beat the pussy up at your house. I'll have April send you pictures. Oh my God. Don't you dare drag April into this. I just, I need him to stay that scumbag. heel. I don't want to believe that he said nice things to CM Punk. I want to. I want to believe that he said. I just. I want to believe that he said, "Hey, you lost, and I'm gonna go fuck your wife." Like that seems like some MJF shit. To each his own. Uh, What Uh, else we swallowing? Adam Cole, just saying, I'm gonna go after the fucking title. Next time you see me, like, like that was on Rampage. Was it on Rampage? That was on Rampage. Was I'm Rampage. sorry. I'm skipping now. I'm skipping ahead. Never mind. Oh, All Adam Cole said was, OC didn't beat me and I'm going to be new. So um, Kings of the Black Throne, Death Triangle, tag match. Solid match. Hey, uh, I didn't skip past a tag match with a Hispanic guy in it this time. Vince? 
because it wasn't a full-on Mexican tag team. It was only half Mexican, which was enough for you. But uh, speaking of like Mexico, like Mexicans, shout out to like the awesome like Latinos in the front, and like just like when Penta was there, there was a lot of like lucha libre esque chants in the crowd. I thought like. It was fantastic because I've I've gone to like indie shows here in Chicago where there's Mexican wrestlers and like and a bunch of like Latino fans come to watch it and it's a completely different vibe. It's kind of like when you go to like a like a soccer game. It gave me that vibe during that match. I don't know if you guys caught the chance or not, but it gave me that vibe and I loved it. That's all I can say, even though. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like chanting Olay when Penta's in the ring is racist, but I guess that only be if it was a bunch of white guys. Um, yes, yes, it's only it's only racist if white people do it. If Mexicans do it to their own, like it's you know yeah, it's, it's our yeah. thing. We also said soccer game, and that's what they chant at soccer games. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, opening match: Mox versus Yuta, plus the Daniel Bryan shit, and Dan Housen ringside for shits and giggles. Fucking Dan Housen is so cool. <laughs> I love him. This man's just cursing everybody. He would apologize to Renee. Do you know the reason he cursed Mox? He didn't have snacks. Wait. Mox won, though. I know, but he still he tried to curse him. Tried Curses him. aren't effective against Mox? I don't... I mean, Mox is something else, apparently. Wasn't strong enough. Yeah. Um, Were you going to say something, Vince? Nope, nope. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Okay, okay. I got nothing. Dan Housen rules, and I'm totally into Daniel Bryan and John Moxley forming a team together. I'm all about fucking it. and raising children. Fucking and raising children. Yes. No. All about it. Oh, all about it. I thought about something. Yes. So you know how you on inside the mind of Katie, you always do like who are three wrestlers you want to go out to eat with. Mm-hmm. I know one wrestler, like outside of obviously Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy, because, but like for specific reasons, one wrestler I would never want to go sit down and have dinner with. Who? Daniel Bryan. Cause Why? Because he's a vegan. Doesn't mean he's going to make you eat vegan food if he's vegan. I don't know if you remember the Daniel Bryan with the fucking wooden cardboard championship and shit. <laughs> I don't think he's going to sit there and watch me chow down on a burger and be cool about it. I'm just trying to. I get, and I've you know, seen him on Total Divas. Uh-huh. And he can be a dick. So, like, I see him the entire time. I bet that I bet that dead flesh tastes really good, doesn't it, Matt? Like, I don't want him to ruin my fucking bacon double cheeseburger at the restaurant. Like, no, no, see, you gotta you gotta I own it like I was Big hungry. E. Stop. You gotta you gotta own it like Big E when when in that like SmackDown Live backstage, like like rah-rah like team roster meeting, and he's just like eating the cheeseburger right in front of Daniel Bryan's vegan face. That's yeah. what you that well, you do. E you own it, e. you own it. You gotta own it, man. I, I'm not Biggie. I, I can't get away with that. You can't be Biggie if you want to. Yeah. You gotta get. You gotta believe, man. No. Anyway, that's the one wrestler I would not want to go out eat with is Daniel Bryan because he's vegan, and uh, I am clearly a carnivore. If you couldn't tell just by looking at me, you don't. You don't look like this without eating meat. Um. Anyway, swallows. Anything else? He did. He's. 
Not nothing, nothing. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Somebody's whispering sweet nothings across the room. I'm not whispering nothing across no room. I don't know what you're talking about, Matt. (laughs) You're not whispering something. I said somebody's whispering something, and it wasn't you. It was off camera. We don't know what's going on. All right, Malik Blade. Anyway, (laughs) show her dungeon style when we get done. Tell her to I, tell her to wait. I don't think there's anything else I'm swallowing from dynamite. What about you, Vince? Anything you swallowing tonight? <laughs> uh, I can think of a few things. Uh, I'm trying to think of the whole rest of the show, but I mean, he ran down. Yeah, it did a whole thing. <laughs> All right, Spitz. Uh, Brandy uh, Rhodes. Out of here! I wanted Paige Manzant to whoop that ass, and as soon as she got her in the corner, everyone came over. Yep. She did nothing. She picked her up and put her in the fucking corner. I can't deal with him. If we're gonna bring in Paige Manzant, there is literally an entire wa- roster of women before Brandy. I'd like to see her fight. The one thing I don't want to see Brandy do is wrestle. I like to look at Brandy. Don't like to listen to Brandy. Don't like to watch her wrestle, but like, don't mind her on my TV screen as like Cody's manager, as long as there's no mic in her hand. I'm also going to refer to boobs as bulldogs. I was going to say her and her bulldogs are great to look at. Yes, they are. Honestly, I'm. I think I'm at a point with Brandy. I like. I don't even want to see her on my screen at all. Like as a managerial role, like talking, just like being in any presence. Like, like she just has like go away heat for me like i just like she's at ronda levels without pissing me off like ronda like she's not adding anything to it like her like like i don't know like her whole like promos that she was like talking like america top tits like it was it was trash like why do we care about like brandy Rhodes? like and it's I weird. Know, America's she's... top tits just made Katie pop again. I have an issue with Brandy promo. She said they signed Ethan Page to get the Josh, Josh Alexander. Where the fuck is Josh Alexander? Impact. Anyway, you're doing nothing with this, Brandy. Yeah, you, you did a terrible job. You failed. Out. Don't talk about your failures. Uh, I'm also spitting Jericho because. The fact that Hispanics don't like him and he's really upset about it, I don't care. Maybe don't send your wife to a fucking Trump rally, and that won't happen. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah. That's possible. Yeah. When, yeah. So. Prod powerful to be away from Jericho. Please. Yeah. Far away. Go after the tag titles. All I want. Maybe revolution. And uh, Brandy promo. Uh. Nyla Ruby was what it was like. I forgot that match happened. I heard you say it, and I still forgot. Yeah, the only just, thing it was kind of there. That I mean, the Hangman promo, like spit. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm spitting everything. Hangman Page, like that whole segment was bad. Like, I love Hangman Page. I don't care about this feud. I want him to move past this. Like this, everything. You there start pre- every conversation about Hangman the wrong way. I'm spitting everything. Hangman Page. I literally just rewatched the year-end review. Right. This man said, "Oh, the biggest spit of the year is the Hangman Page win," 
and then proceeds to say because he didn't wear quote assless chaps when we all know chaps are assless nothing but the chaps that's not what you said though that's what i want and now you just said you're spitting everything hangman page and i have that audio as proof you know what you know like it's i don't i don't give a shit about the archer shit i don't care if archer is not gonna win okay so i'm not a big of a big of a hangman page fan as you guys are i still like him but does is it just me or like does his title reign right now feel a little lackluster no and i'm sick of people saying that shit why do people keep saying that i don't know it feels like he hasn't done anything of consequence since winning the title what what did what did i say what did Did he not have a a, first off his match with kenny omega where he won the title his match with daniel bryan like he has done things huh just everything hangman's done since he won the title like i don't well like with the whole brian danielson stuff i was more interested in heel brian danielson than anything page was doing he was part for the ride the matches were great but it's like i care more about and was interested more and just entertained more by brian danielson than anything hangman page was doing like I will say Lance Archer is a little bit of a fall off. We should have given him another competitor that maybe we thought had a chance of beating him or doing something like Adam Cole, which is coming up after he beats Lance Archer. So then we'll have that. So then he'll have matches with Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and Lance Archer. But like, no, I I don't. I think he should try to do something with Mox. I feel like, I don't know why. uh, I don't know why the idea of Mox and Hangman in the ring just kind of intrigues me. Well, like I'm busy having kids with Daniel Bryan, so it's gonna take at least nine months. At least, let's yeah, think of pregnant right away. Um, spin anything else from Dynamite? No, spit or swallow Dynamite. I'll swallow. I'll swallow. It was a good show. It was a good show. There was nothing like I hated, hated other than Brandy Rhodes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna swallow dynamite as well. Um, what do we got? Raw and Rampage left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Vince. Vince. Raw. Yep. Rampage. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch Rampage. I, well, I watched half of Rampage, like the like the first, like maybe like. Was there a Bulls minutes. game on? No, I was. Uh, I was trying to catch up on SmackDown because I was running behind. Oh, with work and everything. Uh, let's let's do Rampage. I, I, I said it last week. Uh, I'd like to go with Rampage and Dynamite back to back. We kick it off. Adam Cole defeats Evil Uno, and then he lists all of the people that he's beaten to be undefeated, and then he says he wants the belt. Uh, we got a Jade promo. Mark Sterling says she will stay undefeated. She's going to go from 26 to 27. Sammy defeats Isaiah Cassidy. The entire time Jericho was crying on commentary about how Hispanics don't like him and it really upsets him and it's not fair and I need to have a meeting about it because uh, and then Andrade comes out, watches the finish. They get in the ring, surround Sammy. Darby sprints down. Andrade's like, hey, well, you're here. Contract. Darby's like, no, fuck your contract. Um, and then he has a little moment with Sammy. Backstage interview with Chris Statlander, she gets dropped by Layla with a chair and then kicked in the face and the red velvet comes up and this whole weird thruple thing is still going on. 
Um, Mercedes Martinez loses the Thunder Rosa via DQ for hitting her with a pipe. Um, and then Martini, uh, Jericho says that it is the first DQ ever in Rampage history or Dynamite history. I find that hard to believe, but also they let a lot of shit slide that makes me upset. So also not hard to believe. Um, we got a big bulging package for Serena Deeb. <laughs> Mercedes has an interview. Brit shows up and Brit's like, bitch, I hired you to finish the job. I know you got that check from Mark Sterling, but don't forget who signed it. It was me. And her friends are like, wait, what do you mean? She goes, y'all didn't get the fucking job done. So I went and got someone else through Mark Sterling to do the job. And you need to finish it. Don't let Rosa beat you. So there's that. Oh, and she also said if she doesn't succeed, she will make her run an AEW shorter than her last job. Um, and then our main event, Starks defeats Jay Lethal for the FTW title. That's all I got. Page swallows. Like I meant when I was talking about Dynamite, Adam Cole, I liked that the technically lost to Orange Cassidy, lit a fire under him, and it looks like he's just going to be on another level. Hopefully this does lead to him eventually getting to the AEW world title picture and eventually capturing the title. I don't want him to take it from Hangman yet, but I think he should be the one to eventually take the title off of Hangman a few months down the road. But this is good for him. It's it's going to establish him as what? 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 Look like you got something to say. I was gonna let you finish. Go ahead, finish. Yeah, no, like I, I just kind of it looks, it feels like he just, like I said, has a fire lit under him, and he's just gonna be a little bit more serious and stop bullshitting around with stuff with the Bucks, and he's just gonna be more of a that killer Adam Cole from the Speed era. Um, if anyone should take the title off of Hangman on Page, it's Malachi Black. But if it's not Malachi Black, I will settle for Adam Cole. Um. I think Malachi you know, should eventually get the title before the end of the year. Um, I I think Adam Cole will probably be the next pay-per-view after Revolution, whatever that is, all in, all in. No, all in isn't all the way until like September, I think, or August. They do it always like around Labor Day weekend or like that's usually when they do all out. Full, not full gear. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Yeah, double nope. or nothing. Yeah. That so, I mean, that'll be ways away. It should be a pay-per-view match. I'd like to see Adam Cole beat some other people besides, like, in Evil Uno uh, to pad his record. Yeah. Because beating members of the Dark Order isn't really that hard. I think before he gets to the... I, I think he's going to get close to the title, and then that's when Kenny comes back, and then it's going to lead into Kenny Adam Cole. I think I think they're gonna eventually do it. They're gonna eventually do it they're because they're do t- it eventually, but Kenny's not coming back anytime soon. We'll see. I mean it's Adam Cole's gonna win the title and then Kenny's gonna come back, and that's where that feud is gonna be. Yep. I guess. I don't know. Like I will I'll I'll give Dynamite and AW the liberty of like try it out. Like like give them a little bit of a leeway when it comes to their booking because so far I haven't been opposed to a lot of their booking except for anything that has to do with Cody Rhodes or Brandy. We're swallowing Adam Cole. I'm swallowing Mercedes and Thunder Rosa. Uh, fun match. match. 
I and also the whole Britt Baker thing, finding out she was the one that hired Mercedes to take out Thunder Rosa was not Jade. Blah blah blah. blah. Intrigued by that. Serena Deeb's giant package, big bulging package. Mm-hmm. Of all of the packages we got, this was definitely the hardest package to swallow. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Anything else? Um, no. Not the match. One specific part of the main event: the reversal of the lethal injection into the Rochambeau was beautiful by Ricky Starks. I, it caught me off. It popped me because I was like kind of paying attention to the match because I felt like most of it was during picture in picture, anyways. It was so cool to see because, like, the lethal injection is cool because, like, he does like the back handspring thing, whatever. But reversing it into the Rochambeau was it was flawless, and Ricky Starks doesn't get the credit he deserves. I'll give you that. Like, I have no issues with Ricky Starks other than he's part of Team Taz and Team Taz sucks. Yeah. But like, he's a fantastic wrestler. Um, didn't really care for this match though. Like, the build didn't really do it for me. I wasn't I wasn't excited. It was not what I would have made the main event. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I might have made the TNT title match on TNT the main event over the FTW title match, which isn't even a title that they give a shit about or sanction. Mm-hmm. Neither here nor there. I, um, I agree 100%. Just that specific, I didn't give a shit about the match, but that specific. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Any any uh, FTW ch- uh, championship match, I'm always taking out of it because Taz always tries to build it up by saying it's a rogue title and no fran- and no like. Uh, like no promotion recognizes it. I'm like, okay, well, if no one recognizes it, then why the fuck does anybody give a shit about it? Good point. You know, it, like the minute, like I forget that it's a title that doesn't mean shit until Taz says it's a rogue title. Uh, also, quick swallow to Mark Sterling for being the hardest working man in pro wrestling right now. Yeah. Um. Any other swallows from Rampage? Layla beating the shit out of Chris Dallander, sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where, where'd that come it's from? Building, it's building the feud. I love me some Chris. I was hurt. I, oh I, I also love Chris Dallander. He's ridiculous. I love Chris Dallander. But, like, I like what they're doing with Layla. I like Imagine if I wasn't here tonight and he was hosting the show. and Oh, I would. the call would have ended hours ago. There would have been no show. And I would have got I get he gets a point deduced, like deduct a point. Deduced. I I don't even drinking. I don't know how to speak. Shut up. You know what I mean. What are we spitting from Rampage? Uh the Jade promo because it was pointless and stupid. I can give you that. Uh QT was pointless and stupid. Um just the AHFO shit. Yeah. I don't care. I love Andrade, but like, why is he with the Hardy family office? And what the fuck is like, I don't want Andrade trying to recruit. Yeah. Uh, and Jericho. I'm spitting Jericho on commentary existing. Yeah, we, we don't, we don't need something in my eye. Sorry. I, we don't need Jericho on commentary every week for Rampage. I'd be honestly fine with just Excalibur and Taz. Why do we need all of these extra fucking people on commentary? 
we don't. And we don't. We would have had Ricky Starks too if he didn't have a match. Yeah. Are you uh, swallowing Rampage or spitting Rampage? I'm. I'm gonna swallow Rampage. Mainly for this guy right here. Look at him. Look how. Look how just chill he is. Yeah, I could swallow Rampage. And, and I mean, like Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa should slap. Yeah. All right. Monday Night Raw, since Vince isn't here to swallow the half a show he watched because he's probably getting swallowed right now because he couldn't wait till the call was over. Uh, Adam Pearce announces the Elimination Chamber WWE title match. MVP points out how unfair this is to the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley. Bobby says he's better than Brock in every single way, especially dick size. Brock tells Bobby there is no pride in pretending that you beat me legit. Brock picks Roman at Mania, but says it's going to be title versus title, and he wants his rematch tonight. MVP is like, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, so Brock starts calling Bobby a chicken shit, and then Brock gets a spot in the chamber. And then we have qualifying matches later on that we're going to talk about that are fucking disappointing. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeats Nikki full-blown villain uh, who I've been mistakenly calling full-blown heel because I'm a fucking idiot uh, because she was a superhero. Now she's a villain, super villain, full-blown villain. Uh, there was a scooter weight race, which happened throughout the entire night. This is one of those threads we do not enjoy. However, the right man won. Mr. Gable wins the scooter race. Was one, there any doubt that he was going to win? There was there really really wasn't. Doubt. With all the weed Matt Riddle smokes, he didn't have the lung capacity to beat Chad Gable. That man's a fine-tuned athlete. The only advantage Matt Riddle had is he's got those stupid long legs, and poor Chad's got those tiny little shorty G legs. Like, can't scoot as fast. But my boy Otis came in clutch, saw a sandwich, went to go pick it up. Riddle wasn't paying attention, ran into him. Completely Riddle's fault. Should have should watch where you're going when scooting. Um Alexa's journey continues. Alexa claims that Lily was real. And then the therapist shows her a replica of Lily. And then she gets really excited and looks at it lovingly uh, because she's fucking crazy. Miz defeats Dominic Mysterio in a match that we had uh, KO show. He's in the chamber. As soon as he beats theory tonight, Seth is the guest host. Seth's like, Hey, so uh, talk about how Ruben DQ'd himself because he couldn't beat Seth. And then Seth's like, I'm in the chamber. And KO's like, oh, that's cool, but, like, you don't have to qualify. And he goes, no, I don't have to qualify. I should have, you know, Roman didn't beat me. And he goes, maybe we could go talk to some people, and you could make it so I don't have to qualify. And Seth's like, I don't really have time for that. Like, I got a kid on the bus. I got a hot wife I got to go bang. Like, I got other shit going on. And KO was not happy. Um, Oh, and he wanted Skyline Chili. That was the other thing that was more important than helping his best friend, Kevin Owens, not have to qualify for the match. And he doesn't. KO loses to Austin Theory. Um, 2022, D'Lo Brown, my boy Angelo Dawkins, defeats Dolph Ziggler in a singles match on the rise. If I couldn't get D'Lo as champ, give me Dawkins. WWE champion 2023. Uh, Matt Riddle <laughs> defeats Otis. Ends up being winner, goes into the chamber. That was some bullshit. He cheated again. Uh, Bianca defeats Meliface. AJ defeats Ray and gets the chamber spot. So the elimination chamber is officially Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, and Matt Riddle. 
And, and who Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins. That is correct. And Seth Rollins. So let's try it again. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, and Matt Riddle. And if the rumors that Matt Riddle was going to win the Royal Rumble are true, and WWE decides, hey, maybe Elimination Chamber is the right time to do it, WWE, hear me now. You refuse to do your brand split properly, and it bugs the shit out of me. But I will take you fucking up the brand split for the rest of my life, as long as the only championship other than the Raw Tag Team titles that he's already won Matt Riddle wins on the main roster is the WWE 24 seven title. I do not want to see him hold the intercontinental title. I want to see him hold the U S title. I definitely never, ever want to see him as WWE champion and everyone else in the world who likes Matt Riddle. None of their hopes and dreams and aspirations matter. Only mine do because I am part of the IWC and that's how we roll. Do not put the fucking title on him. Please don't. I will not watch WrestleMania. Uh, main event Rhonda talks mania. Uh, Becky wants to know now who are you fighting? By the way, Rhonda should not talk, Rhonda should not have promos, Rhonda should have a manager. No. Terrible on the mic. Uh, Rhonda throws Becky at the ground and says, You're gonna find out Friday. Uh, then Becky runs her mouth, and thank god I didn't turn the show off because out comes motherfucking Lita, and Lita's like, Hey. So, like, you were a big fan of mine, right? And she goes, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if we wrestled? And Becky's like, absolutely. She's like, all right, cool. You and me, Elimination Chamber. Becky's like, fuck. Sure, because I'm a fighting champ. That's what you said I was, and I guess I have to now. So Lita is challenging Becky at the Elimination Chamber for the WWE Rollins Championship. I couldn't have asked for anything better. And that's where I will start my swallows, is Lita going to the Elimination Chamber to challenge Becky for the yes. title. First title shot, and I don't know how many fucking years that Lita's gotten, and I'm super stoked for it. It's the first championship match she's had since her retirement match against Mickey James for the Women's Championship. What year was that? I want to say it was 2007, maybe? 2006? When did she retire? Unfortunately, it was the whole crime time shit afterwards, but the match itself with Mickey was fantastic. Oh, you mean where they were trying to sell her panties, which yeah. I would have bought if I was in the crowd? Of course you would have. So yeah, still have them. they'd be on my wall behind me right now. So Swallow and Lita challenging Becky, getting Becky versus Lita, that should be interesting. Um, gonna swallow Angela Dawkins, gonna win. Shout out to Angela Dawkins, deserve that dub. I'm gonna swallow the scooter race because I thought it was entertaining. I got it. And Chad I, gave a one. Like the minute that RK bro won it, like I was expecting Otis to fuck it up because he was so nervous about the uh, academic challenges the week prior to the spelling bee that I thought it was going to be Otis that fucked it up. But the way they do it, I don't know. I'm just, I'm enjoying everything RK bro and Alpha Academy right now. The feud has got me, you know, entertained at least. Um, Wait, hold on. Katie's got, Katie's got facts. Facts. 2006. 2006. Close. Close and it's 2022. So if you do that match, it has been 16 years. 16 years. Yes, yeah, 16 years. Yeah, yep. it's been 16, 16 years, years since her last championship match. 
Jesus. I wanted Katie to do the math because Katie's bad at math. I had a calculator. And then I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> so when you said it, I had to actually think. <laughs> um, 16 years since she's um, had a WWE Women's title match. Super stoked for that. Hold on. Before you move on. Uh, also, Riddle cheated. You saw him trip Chad Gable at the end of that rampway. I actually, I missed that part. I missed that Fucking part. Fucking shady piece of shit. <laughs> I literally missed that part, and I just got to the part where Chad won. Yeah. They were like, it was like 30 seconds before that. I and looked away. I was watching it at work. I was taking care of a customer, and then by the time I looked away, Chad won. Did anyone notice that like Vince was all hype and everything, and then he went away for like five minutes and came back, and now he's all chill and docile and relaxed? Hmm. Weird. What a weird concept. The world may never know. Uh, We all know, but... The world may never know. Uh, Anyways, uh, the opening segment was entertaining. Bobby Lashley, MVP, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar. It was all good shit. Good shit. I loved it. It was all fantastic. Exactly, because Ponytail Brock's the shit. Ponytail Brock is the wrestler of 2022 going into WrestleMania. Ponytail Brock is the rightful winner of the Royal Rumble and the right choice to win the Royal Rumble. Ponytail Brock is fucking awesome. Is this you living up to your tweet? What are you talking about? That answers it all. Uh, Katie, what are you swallowing? Um, Lita, first and foremost. Always. Firmly always. I love Lita. Um, the, the Bobby Brock stuff in the beginning, I guess. I, I still, as much as like I hate Brock Lesnar for winning the Rumble. Ponytail Brock is still my favorite iteration of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Part of me like can hate him because he's Bro Slayer Brock. Bro Slayer Brock. Ponytail Slayer Brock. Brock. Whatever we want to call him. This iteration of Brock Lesnar is still my favorite. Especially because he just kept calling Bobby Lashley names and just wanting to fight him. It's very entertaining. <laughs> Can't say He's like, come on. He's like, come on, take off your five dollar suit. I don't know why that's Rosen Robert up there. It was terrible. That's where he was talking. The almighty shit. WWE champion Bobby Lashley. Jesus. Yeah, of course. The almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley. Jesus. Which I did miss saying is Fantastic. I'm glad. RIP to the Hurt Business though. Fuck the Hurt Business at this point. They were doing nothing with them. They had multiple chances and they squandered every single chance. It's not through no fault of their own though. I will say. Uh, Angela Dawkins. We swallow Angela Dawkins. Getting yep. a win in his hometown. Year. Year. Rare. I am Very hoping rare. to God that Brock Lesnar cripples Riddle in the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> and fulfills the prophecy of the Bro Slayer. <laughs> I feel like... I want this to be like an anime where, like, you know how he's got that shitty sword tattoo? He, like, reaches in and pulls the sword out and just cuts Riddle's head off right in the middle of the fucking cage. And then just gives him just a tip, just like Drew McIntyre did to Moss. No, he's cutting his whole fucking head off, apparently. Yeah, no, he's getting more than the tip. He's getting okay. it all. Whole day okay. <laughs> Jesus, Matt. <laughs> the, the lengths in which your hatred for that man goes is hilarious. <laughs> I'm just picturing it in my head now. It's very and you know, and Katie, Katie, you know what's funny? Is that sometimes I forget this happens, but if you look at Matt, the way he has his... uh his like mantle like oh, the machetes horn. they look like horns and as he says all these evil diabolical things that he, Matt he wants is Ma- actually satan but like i'm down so he's like chill satan 
Like if Satan if, was if I the if I was Satan, I would send Matt Riddle to heaven. He he has no place in hell. <laughs> in Matt, you have no place in Matt Riddle's hell. <laughs> Wait, isn't that what they did in South Park with Bin Laden? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matt Riddle being in okay. hell with me if I was Satan would be hell for me. That would be Matt Riddle's hell. Would be him being in hell with me and me having to put up with him. Because, like, even, like, speaking of South Park, like, or uh, Little Nicky shoving, like, pineapples and shit up his ass daily. Like, I would still have to listen to him talk and he would still be around. Like, would not be enjoyable. second time Little Nicky has been referenced this week. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. This, this is some week, man. This is some week. Uh, I'm also swallowing Rhea Ripley all day, every day, twice on Mondays because that's when she wrestles. And shout out to Nikki Cross for acting like she didn't lose the match. But <laughs> you lost. I missed that whole like. I think that's where I started missing stuff. Like up until like the Rhea matches where I started missing stuff, and I got back towards the main event with uh the Becky Ronda stuff. Sounds uh, entertaining. Oh, and uh, KO Seth, that whole thing. I oh. that reaction. Yes, yes, fantastic. And, and Seth Rollins being a terrible time. friend. Yes, we almost forgot about Alexa. Like it's like the whole storyline with Alexa has been fantastic. Like I'm so excited for her, and I can't wait for her to finally make a return. It has to be after Mania. It has to be after Mania. I love how you said we almost forgot about Alexa right after I said and Alexa, and Katie was about to talk about Alexa. Really? I wasn't yeah. about to talk about Alexa. I was about to bring up another point. Oh. oh. You moved on before Katie could. Yes. Seth Rollins KO. Ray and AJ. Yep, Ray and AJ. I missed the whole match. I just saw the result. I gotta go back and watch it. <laughs> Work. Bless. Work. Bless. Question mark. Sneeze. I coughed. Oh, it sounded. It like seemed like you sneezed into a cough. I don't know. I heard us. I don't know. Anyways, I've been smoking again. I'm a bad person. Continue. Shame on you, sir. Sorry, I can't breathe properly from COVID. So, (laughs) do we go into space now? If you guys have nothing else to swallow uh, after Alexa, yeah, and AJ Ray. I don't think so. I don't have anything. Mm -hmm. All right, Spitz. Rhonda. Yes, Rhonda again taking up more time on my television screen. Somebody get this bitch some acting lessons or something, because goddamn, she's bad on the mic. She's the worst. She's like honestly, like I forgot how bad she was until she came back and didn't really say shit. Oh no, I knew and I remembered how bad she was because they put up that stupid fucking digital media exclusive thing after she won the rumble. And she was talking like this with no inflection in her voice and nothing. See, I I took that whole backstage like interview thing as like her just carrying herself like she's above all this. Like, oh, yeah, I don't fucking care type shit. That's what I was saying on Spirit Swallow. But now it's just like, no, she's just ass. That's how she always fucking talks. She thinks she's the best thing in the fucking world since sliced bread. Newsflash. Rhonda, you're not. Rhonda, the way she's whatever. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not. I'm oh, so spitting the fact Rhonda. that she called Becky Rebecca. That's just cringe. That's cringe. Her entire her on the mic is cringe. Yeah. 
Like, uh, Spitting Matt Riddle beating Otis. I'd much rather see Otis in that Elimination Chamber. Spitting Austin Theory beating Kevin Owens to get into the Elimination Chamber. Like, I'm not, I don't hate uh, Austin Theory, but Kevin Owens would have made that chamber so much more better. Like, well, if you, I mean, the only way I'm okay with Riddle being in the in the chamber is if Randy's in there and it teases tension between them. That's the only way I'm okay with Riddle being there. So but you're for not me, okay with Riddle in the chamber, then? No, I don't think he should. Why the fuck is he in there and his other tag team partner doesn't? Like, you're a tag team wrestler at this point in time. Why are you focused on singles wrestling? No. Focus on getting your shit together and being a tag team champion. It's or just this- leave. You can leave too. <laughs> that too. Um, my reasoning for being okay with theory being in the rumble or the fuck the elimination. Yeah. Ha- uh to to quote Justin, you have an Austin theory about it. I, no? Yeah, I have an Austin th- I have an Austin theory about it. Um <laughs> I somebody has to take the majority of the beating in that chamber, and it's gonna be Austin Theory. That kid's like Hopefully. this size compared to everybody else. So. Well, I think he's bigger than AJ. It'd be Riddle. Like, I want to well, see Bobby fuck Riddle. I want to see Brock fuck Riddle. I want to see Seth fuck Riddle. Up. This... Fuck Riddle up. There okay. Go. There we go. Because I don't want another voice cracking session about <laughs> anything you want to happen to Matt Riddle. That was hilarious. That was fucking hilarious. You remember that one time Brock Lesnar mounted Randy and just beat his face bloody with elbows? Yeah, you want Brock to do that to Riddle. I yeah. want Brock to I want Brock to mount Riddle so bad and just pummel him. Just pummel him. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you're spitting from the show besides Matt Riddle, Matt? <laughs> I again I don't mind Ronda as much as you guys. I don't Love that she won the Royal Rumble, but I see the value in her and why they did it. So I'm not really spitting that. Um, I get why. I under and like that's the thing. People are like, I no, I fucking understand. I I understand why they went with Ronda. It makes sense. Big name, whatever. I, I understand that. I just don't like the fact that she comes back immediately gets a title shot because that's all she was given. When she was here in the first, yeah, and the reports going into it was that she's gonna go into the title picture and she's gonna have a Roman Reigns ask title run, and that just that I just dread that. I hope that's not the case. If she's just in there to have a match and not actually win the title, cool. What else do you do with Ronda? Don't bring her back. That's what you do with Ronda. You let you let her be a mom somewhere else. But I'm saying you're like, oh well, I don't want to see her come back and just be put in the title. Okay, so who does she who does she fight? Like, what do you do with have, her? That's that's kind of like the whole issue with her. Go after each other. That'd be friendship. Yeah. Shayna jealous of Ronda for getting all this success while Shayna was doing nothing. That sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. Probably. Wait, what? The whole exactly. Shayna Ronda, the whole thing that you're talking about right now. Oh, exactly. I mean, pro- I haven't heard it, but like the, I just. It's I almost as if I said it. Wait, did you really? I did. <laughs> I thought it was a genuine question Matt had, but it turns out it wasn't. I mean, no one's. Uh, I don't have original ideas, but like. No, I said it on Young Kings. I think. 
You might have. I don't know. I was laughing when you guys did that episode, so I don't really remember a lot. It was fun. It was a good one. But I just overwhelmed it. Yeah, same. Whatever. Same. Yeah, so all I'm spitting is Matt Riddle getting the win. That is okay. literally the only thing I'm spitting from the show. So I'm guessing you're swallowing the show as a whole? I am, because the only other thing I didn't give a shit about was Miz versus Dominic Mysterio. So, like... That was weird. Pretty much enjoyed everything else. Yeah, I mean, I didn't... I mean, Ronda was, like, the biggest issue for me. I didn't have an issue with anything else. Like, Miz I'm... and Dominic was there. Yeah. Bianca and Carmella was there, which sucks because I love Bianca. But, like, there it was just there. But... Yeah, I'm only really spitting Rhonda. Yeah, I'm just going to gargle the show. I feel like, to me, it feels incomplete. I feel like Raw's incomplete for me. Like, maybe once I go back and watch that right AJ match, like, I might swallow the show. But, like, as of right now, like, I think I'm just going to gargle the show. No, there's a lot of good shit. Yeah, it sounds like there was a lot of good shit. Like, I don't hate Raw. Like, Raw was good. Like, the the show I hated the most was probably SmackDown because there was more stuff to hate. There's less stuff going on there that was interesting on SmackDown as opposed to Raw or NXT or Dynamite for that matter. I disagree. Um, what was your favorite show this week, Vince? NXT 2.0 because we got Bikini Bottoms and BBCs. Katie? I don't know. Um... I'm going Monday Night Raw because I only spit one thing from it, and the cherry on top was Lita getting her match against Becky. I, I mean, Lita's my heart and soul. I agree. I will uh, Monday Night Raw. This was like the one week that you picked NXT, which was the worst week to pick NXT. <laughs> well, look. Obviously, my view is a little bit biased given that I got the Hulu version and everything that I got on the Hulu version I enjoyed. So, can't really I'm just hate. saying nine times out of ten, you could say NXT and you're going to win because Matt's going to agree with you. But this week, they gave me Lita Honestly, in the main event. Matt, would it really be a Smackdown Raw episode if I if I didn't pick NXT like it picked the opposite show of you and we didn't agree and you have to choose the opposite one of the one I chose? Like I feel like it's kind of like the formula at this point. Yeah, but it's not intentional. That's the sad part. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, but I think it's hilarious. I think it adds to the charm. Like it's it's not by design, but it always ends up being that way. Like what are the odds? What are the odds that I like NXT this week more than Raw? You're very sus tonight, by the way. We talked about that. Just disappearing and shit. You've been very sus. Kind of sus. Super sus. So, as per Katie Kinsey Bebe from the She Lead Showcase and Matt Ritter from the Smack and Raw podcast, in a vote two to one, Monday Night Raw is the best show of the week which I rarely ever get to say, so that was fun. Um, Katie, shows, stuff, fun, socials. Yeah. Lots of things. Um, <clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRaskin13. Link to in my bio to get all things Sheely Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase. Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The YouTube's there. I always say go watch the videos because they're way more entertaining. But if you like to listen, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, 
Okay, what actually do we have on? New episode of Sheely Showcase just dropped. Savannah Show finally debuted, the New Japan Takeover. So that's up. Um, Inside the Mind of with Kenny from Kenny for Your Thoughts. Uh, revamping in the crowd, thanks to Matt. Um, I'm getting that set up for this month. I have my next interview set up for Inside the Mind of that will be happening on Tuesday. You want to give everyone a teaser of what uh, is coming, or you just want to make them wait? I mean, I kind of talk about it at the end of. Let's be real. I really don't think people listen to my entire show, it, especially at the end. But I kind of talk about it there. If if you want to know, go listen to my last show. What Matt's a genius, basically. He's a smart man. I think we've come to know this. We come to accept this. He's got a lot of smart ideas, and he yeah. helps me out all the time. So. Thank He's you. a good friend, unlike Seth Rollins. That is true. That is very true. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think, I think that's it. Vince, uh, tell them about the balls and th- uh, the Pokemon that you want to fuck. Okay. Uh, speaking of balls, uh, basketball season is upon us. Uh, All-Star, uh, All-Star, NBA All-Star is upon us. It's right around the corner, two weeks away. I just recently dropped the latest episode of Straight Talk, episode 17, with my good friend Bosch. We talked the NBA All-Star starters, predicted the NBA All-Star reserves. No spoilers, but I was close to the money with the actual reserves that were, that were actually discussed there. So go ahead and check it out. Very fun, in-depth stuff. Like, Bosch came in with the advanced stats. Like, this man made it seem very professional fantastic and on top of that once they announced uh, the the replacement for Draymond green in the all-star game we'll be doing our own all-star draft just like the lebron james and kevin durant will be doing that so go ahead and check that out on my social medias at SES vince in the bio you will find the link link tree slash SES vince to every straight talk i just did a pokemon podcast with jizzy from deadass from the now this defunct deadass girls podcast fantastic podcast fun great time one of the most enjoyable podcasts i've got a chance to do and then the top 10 at the end if you choose to stick around for it if you're not a prune it's a very entertaining uh podcast and top 10 a lot of fun content more stuff to come straight talk and uh spitter swallow just recently dropped uh Royal rumble edition with justin from ketchup podcast and benji calavera which might be regulars on Spitter Swallow, so go ahead and check that get that out and follow the show's account on Instagram. The follower account is getting up there, so we'd like to see it grow and continue to grow at Smack and Raw Pod on Instagram. We want our follower account to grow like Malik Blade's penis did when Mandy fell in his lap. You guys can follow me on Twitter at my rid of this Adam A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Also, Twitter and Instagram, as Vince said, Smack and Raw Pod. He does the Instagram, I do the Twitter. Uh, those numbers are growing, but not really. Um, we're still like just over 300, but keep it up. Uh, <clears throat> we're still doing good on my page. You guys, uh, Creation World. Creation World is the podcast under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. So go check that out. The umbrella under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. Uh, creationworld.com. The Creation World on Twitter and Instagram. T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-A-I-A world. Facebook.com slash creation world, Facebook.com slash group slash Mac and raw link trees are at Matt Ritter. You guys can find all of that shit. You guys can find us on Pornhub because we're the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Um, go check out straight talk. 
Listen to Freak a Leak by Petey Pablo in the background when you get to the top 10. It'll make it so much better. Oh, Go I love that song. The She Leads Showcase and the latest Inside of Your Mind. Of. Listen, you don't have to watch the Inside of the Mind of with Matt Ritter because Matt Ritter has talked about on every Inside the Mind of he's not on. So if you're sick of me from this podcast and all of that stuff, don't go listen to me you. tell you about me. You don't give a fuck about that. Go listen to other people tell you about me. Um, he, he literally has been mentioned every single episode of Inside the Mind of. It's funny. It's funny. It's, it's honestly really fucking weird to me. It really is. Well, that, you're the, Kenny and I talk about it. You're the key with like me and the majority of these other people. Yeah. You get brought up. And you, Kenny, and pretty Kyle have to thropple. So obviously that got brought up multiple times. Go listen to it. It's a fun listen. Kenny, you get to know him a little better. He's a funny guy. I was cracking up the entire time. So go enjoy that content. And uh, if you're if you're a Japanomania fan, if you uh you know like that kind of shit, Savannah's got that show and you should check that out too. Um we would appreciate it. And that's all I've got. You guys got anything else? No. All stay right. Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned for more Smacking the Rock content. <laughs> for my Pornhub poppies, SES Vince and Katie Kinsey Bebe, I am the patron state of podcast and the warden Matt Ritter. We are Smacking the Raw, the Call number one. SES Vince. That's hilarious. Wrestling podcast <laughs> on Pornhub. Later, y'all. <laughs>